Hi, I'm here with um, Bridget Eubanks today. She's a special education uh, teacher at McLean County High School, where she's also on the site-based council, and she's also uh, our technology person as well. So she uh, does a lot of different things within our building. Uh, thanks for doing this today. Hello, thank you. So, so when we began to talk about being shut down uh, for two weeks during uh, that week of like March 9th, March 10th, kind of in that area, what was kind of going through your mind at that point in time? How we were going to get all the kids doing all their assignments and getting everything modified and making sure that we were all in our Google Classroom so we could see what our kids were doing on their assignments. Um, trying to make sure that our kids were taken care of foremost and made sure that they had food and that they had protection and they were safe. And we uh, kind of made that connection for the first two weeks. We didn't really worry too much about education as a whole. We were just making sure everybody was taken care of and making sure that they had food and um, letting them know that it was okay. We would figure it out together. And, you know, we, we kind of built more of a relationship with them because we were talking to them every day. So. So how did things kind of change for you as a teacher from being, you know, just being out for two weeks to being out for the rest of the academic year? Well, I normally on a daily basis get about 7,000 steps in a day at school. So those 7,000 steps transpired into about 58 phone calls a day. So I have 58 special ed kids. And by the time I call them at least one time, they're always usually calling me back. So usually kind of get about 70 calls in, text messages, uh, inboxing on Facebook, talking to them, just seeing what they're doing. Tell them, say, hey, today's Mern Day, today's Go Day. And you know, making sure that they were up on their classes and going through their schedules with them and reading emails from their teachers so that way they kind of understood. Um, some of their teachers kind of went above and beyond on their emails, so we kind of had to paraphrase and kind of modify some of the instructions for the kids so that way they didn't feel like they were overwhelmed reading a two-page paper of what to do step-by-step. Step. So um, some of my autistic kids kind of got a little overwhelmed with some of that so you just kind of had to simplify things and make it better but all in all I think it went pretty good um, I seemed like I stayed on the phone from seven o'clock that morning to about six o'clock that afternoon with kids or parents and it seemed like the parents were a little bit more stressed out more so than the kids were so I'm sure they were because I know that I'd get phone calls and texts throughout the day too from parents and kids just kind of concerned about their work and yeah, everything. So, so, so I'm sure it was even worse on you with your 58 special ed kids as well. So, right. So from a, uh, technology perspective, since you're kind of our person in the building, what kind of issues or challenges did you run into from that perspective? Um, probably trying to keep up with 523 computers in our school. Um, we were one-on-one -on -one from 9 to 11, and then 12th grade didn't have computers because a lot of them were out in colleges. A lot of them were in the traditional classrooms because they hadn't been implemented in Summit yet. 
So deploying all the senior class computers and Chromebooks, so that way they they were prepared for all the NTI that was up to come. That was a challenge because a lot of the seniors hadn't been in any Google Classrooms. They hadn't been exposed to how to upload a document, how to do Google Drive and different things like that. So we made some PowerPoint slides and did some um, flyers of like how to with pictures of doing this and doing that. So that was a little bit of a challenge because we kind of had to do like a run course on the seniors at the last minute. Um, But as far as like our 9th or 11, they're pretty seasoned with how to do all the Google Drives and making sure that they were in Google Classrooms. Uh, Summit, I can't praise Summit enough because that just was a godsend for us while we were on NTI from March to now, that they were used to their dashboard. They knew what their grids and their greens were. They knew where they were at. They knew what they needed to do. Um, They knew how to check their emails. And it was pretty sad because, you know, our seniors that were older couldn't get to all those navigations like our freshmen could. So get to all that um and of course everybody needed a password reset somebody needed in campus done so it was it's kind of like the daily thing at school but it was just more virtual and emailing and texting and calling and um i think i got to know everybody pretty much in mclean county by calling them about their computer so <laughs> i know that i had to call you <laughs> yes with grades and things like that and oh yeah i forgot about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like help i don't know what i'm doing i do remember that I, that's kind of yeah i do remember that now oh well, <laughs> you know and then it um ended up in the fourth nine weeks it's like for that class every grade was wrong so i had to go in and <laughs> manually fix everything too so oh, it man. just so it just turned out to be a mess and i couldn't have fixed it without your help in the first um, one, so you had it going on it's just it takes a little bit to get used to things and and if anything could have gone wrong during this epic period then it did so it was just part of it we learned how to get through it so we'll be stronger for next time so going forward you know there's been a lot of talk about uh you know potentially beginning in july or on time or after labor day or doing the cohort or beginning on nti what kind of uh challenges if any do do you foresee for your like special ed kids depending on how we start back um, for them, I think that they would be okay with it. I think some of them are kind of apprehensive about even coming back to begin with. Um, I think that they would be okay to be on a remote, um, uh, virtual, like we have been with, um, um, the NTI days. Some of them have autoimmune issues. Some of them have been sick for a long time or have had cancer and kind of beat it. So this virus has kind of overwhelmed them anxiety wise of coming back, um, all of us together as a whole. So I think if we did go back on like NTI days, I think most of them would be pretty okay with that. Um, I think if we came back and having to wear a mask and having to have all the restrictions and the guidelines that CDC is um, wanting us to do, I think that's going to be a behavior issue for some of my behavior kids. Um, Autistic wise, sensory, they don't do well with shires or some clothing, some, um, some shirts bother them the wrong way. So I'm kind of curious to see how like a mask would go or how gloves would go or how, you know, being away from each other. 
um, I think I seem like for the past 10 years, we've always tried to do groups in our classrooms and try to get the kids up and moving and intermingling because this, this error is so much on text messages and social media that they don't really expose themselves talking to each other. So now we're going to have to step back and tell them, say, no, you can't talk to each other. You can't be in the same group or can't be close together. So I think that that's going to be a, a challenge for them because what we've been teaching them for millions of years is kind of now it's kind of changed. And uh, I feel like the special ed's going to, it's going to hurt them on that part of it. Um, the behavior kids, I can see them, uh, my EBD kids are going to, they're going to not like it either because they rely on social interaction and building that relationships with adults. They may not have that at home and they look forward to coming to school because they get to talk to that one person. And I feel like that that's going to be a hardship for them. So let's kind of switch gears here for just a bit. Cause you're also on the site based council. Correct. You wear many hats at school. So I need to learn to say no. <laughs> well, you did just get reelected to another two-year term as well, yeah. so you're kind of stuck for a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So, what kind well, of? Well, I thought that that will just play out how it went. <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother me if that went any other way, but it did, so it's okay. So. What kind of issues have you all been uh, uh, taking care of on site base that might have been different from what you would have otherwise since the? Um, we've kind of moved on site base from, you know, in previous years, we've been on paper pencil and kind of done everything. Um, through paper and just kept up with it. Now, w within the last two years, we're all on um, Google Drive. We have our own Google Drive folder, and we look at everything pretty well virtually. We've been doing that for over a year now, uh, or actually over two years. And all our agendas on there, all our minutes are on there. We have our links to our budgets. Um, we have our links to um, anything that's going on, like our scores. Um, we had um, we had some. Uh, I'm trying to think the last test that we took right before we went out. We did our ACT, but we did another one, too, with the younger grades. I want to think it was MAPS testing. And um, so we've got links to all that so that way we can expose our parents that are not familiar with our uh, scores. But basically, everything's all online. Um, it's all electronically. So we were kind of used to it. Um, the only thing that I think that we had to get used to was just our Google Meets and Zoom classes or Zoom meetings and trying to get on page with that. It's kind of been nice because, you know, you can kind of fly and do what you need to do and be on the phone and listen. and You can motion or second, and, you know, and keep your parliamentary going as you're, as you're moving too. So it kind of makes it nice um, to have it as a virtual. Um, but most of the time, I'm, you know, we've been doing interviews virtual um, and we kind of, it's kind of, you don't really get a feel for somebody just, you know, talking to them on the phone. So at least this is kind of something that we like that way we can kind of see them face to face. So can you take us through, um, uh, how SiteBase kind of made the decision to change the, uh, grading, uh, uh, part for the, 
for the school year having um, the fourth quarter weighted at 20% of the total grade for a, a year-long course or 10% actually and then 20% for a uh, semester long. Right. Um, we were approached. Yeah, we were approached by that um, probably back in April on our site based in, and we just wanted to kind of been exposed to it. Um, they talked about what other schools were doing and how that that benefit them. Our principal, she's great as far as making sure that our kids are taken care of for foremost. Um, one of the things that she's always said, and I've kind of adapted it as my own philosophy. Um, I love my kids first and I teach them second. So making sure that our kids mentally were okay at home. And a lot of the grading was kind of based on mental health. Um, we didn't want to, you know, it wasn't fair that we wasn't being able to teach these kids the instructions. We were just giving them homework and expecting them to learn on their own. And it wasn't just at the high school level, it's at middle school or our feeder schools. And a lot of them needed that instruction. They needed that hands-on. They needed to see the, you know, teacher in the front of the room and teaching them how to do that. So being able for them to learn something that was a brand-new content was hard for them. And it wasn't fair that they didn't get that exposure for um, teaching from that deal. Um, I know that... um, we had some other schools that had been approached um, and they told us what policy that they were using. And we kind of just kind of took that with it too. We kind of thought that that was fair and that was something that was doable because we still wanted the kids to participate. We still wanted the kids to be involved and we didn't want to just give them an easing out and just tell them, Oh, you know, that grade didn't count. We wanted them to be involved and not to, you know, lose any content learning or any instruction that they would have done while they were in school. But yet we didn't want to, hinder their grade either to where they failed the class. So, and then in May, we actually, we tabled it until May. And then in May, we came back and uh, we voted on it and it was unanimous. Everybody wanted to, um, to do that. So by consensus, we, we decided to do that policy. And I think it worked out pretty well because I think that there was just a few kids that, you know, didn't really do anything in classes. So they kind of got that feeling great, but for the most part, the ones that really tried and, may had, you know, cognitive skills that was behind on some of the content, you know, that they just that helped them even better. Well, good. So one last thing I will ask you today, uh, what kind of changes do you see kind of going forward uh, for next school year? Is there anything that, you see being different than the way it's been? I think we're going to have to look at things a whole lot different as far as safety-wise. Um, sanitary, making sure things are clean. Um, I think, you know, it's going to take a little bit to get back to where we were. I think we've kind of got the mindset now that we need a germex, we need to wash our hands, we need to make sure that we do this, and, you know, making sure the tables and chairs are clean from class to class. I think that's going to be a challenge within its own, you know, keeping the spreading of any kind of germs or any kind of um, virus that we have. And I, and I think that's just with anything. I think that's with flu or stomach bug or anything that we ever have going on at school to begin with. Um, but I think we're stronger in our mindset that we need to take care of those parameters for our kids, and we don't want them getting sick. 
um, I kind of foresee maybe we probably go on NTI just for a little bit until we can kind of see how the numbers are going to go, especially with the fall. But if we did go back in person, I feel like um, just teachers are going to have to step up and they're going to have to make sure that their rooms are clean and the doorknobs are wiped down every class period and just keep things keep things more sanitary for our kids. Well, Bridget, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate you talking to me today. No problem. Anytime. Holler at me if you need something. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too.